This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We have a very, very special guest this morning on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is a person that when they were running for office, I actually told her, I said, the next time I talk to you, you will be the vice president of the United States. Wow. She said to God's ears, well, God was listening. Mm. She is here. This is a very, very special guest of ours today. She happens to be the 49th vice president of the United States. She is the first female vice president and highest ranking female official in United States history. And today is such a special day for me and all of us here because for the first time, I'm sitting across from the vice president, and I'm so honored to have this special conversation with her. So let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, on Steve Harvey Morning Show, the one and only, the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. Oh, it is so good to be here. Madam Vice President, how you doing? <laughs> I am very well, Mr. Harvey. How are you doing? It's been two years. Has it sunk in yet? You know, it, it is always... At some point every day that it just it is always something new about it that is um, really phenomenal. You know, just as I landed in Atlanta, mm-hmm. we had a whole just dozens and dozens of school children who greeted me. Wow. And they were there with their bright faces and they were, you know, average age, somewhere between eight and 12 years old. And they watched the plane land and then they were there and I walked over across the tarmac to meet with them and to see it through their eyes and for them to see someone that looks like them, that gives them a sense of who they are or Mm -hmm. reconfirms for them who they are. That never gets old. That never gets old. Could, could you, let, let, let me ask you this way. You were running for vice president with President Biden. Yes. You finally get the position. Mm-hmm. Is there any way you could have imagined what all it was, what it entailed? Is there any way to know that? There are some things you just don't know until you do it. <laughs> True. Yeah. There, it just, there are... There's, there are things that you will, that will prepare you. Life will prepare you. Experiences will prepare you. But to be vice president of the United States, especially coming into office after uh, a pandemic that the world has never seen, Mm -hmm. to come into office after the economic hardship that resulted from that and to, to get to work on day one in a time where people were, were losing loved ones and losing hope is an experience I don't think anyone could be prepared for, but you rise to the experience. You know what that's like. The leaders among your audience know what that's right. like. You do what you got to do. A parent knows this every day. You just do what you have to do. Right. 
It may not be a manual for it, but、um, there's no question that you need to get the, get the work done. Wow. The only thing I got to compare to that is marriage. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Just didn't quite know what to expect walking in. Just kind of walk in, there wasn't no manual for it. Next thing you know, you just got to get the job done. Do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You know, whenever I interview,、uh, well, can't say people like this because there's only one. But whenever I had these interviews, you know, I try to talk personally to people,、yeah. you know, because, you know, I, I think it's good when people get to hear the personal side of a person,、That's、you know,、right. kind of what they think about different things and stuff like that. And it kind of reminds, it was like、uh, at the President Biden's、uh, State of the Union address. Yes.、Yeah. You know, I got to tell you. Uh, that's, that's the one I was waiting on.、Uh-huh. That was the one I was particularly waiting on. And I was sitting there watching it. I kind of wanted to talk about that with you. Okay. Because he, first of all, what was your take? Give me your personal take as a person sitting yeah. back there. Yeah.、Uh, what, what'd you think of his、uh, statement? I thought it、there? was outstanding because he was in command. He spoke. The voice of the people who have never been in that room, but who should be the priority of the people in that room. He talked about working people. He talked about the dignity of work. He talked about the creation of jobs, many of which will not require a college degree, but will require、mm-hmm. the kind of training and skills that we know all people bring to their work.、Um, he talked about the fact that we need to pay public school teachers more、mm-hmm. and value what they do and the gift they give society.、Uh, I thought he was outstanding. And I thought that he also was in so many ways in command of the moment because, in spite of the theatrics that popped up from time to time during、right. the evening,、mm-hmm. he stayed focused. He was clear why he was there. He was there to speak to the American people in their living rooms through that TV and talk with them about what he acknowledged, which is, you know, folks have gone through pain. Some folks are still really hurting. Mm-hmm. And so the job is not done. We have more to do and we're going to keep doing it. He talked about, I mean, look at the issue of diabetes, for example.、Mm-hmm. I'll raise my hand, as do most people I know, if you, if you have or you know someone in your family who has diabetes.、Mm-hmm. Black folks, people of color are much more likely to be diagnosed with diabetes.、Right. And for our seniors, how many of them have been faced with the awful, false choice of either they're going to pay their rent. Or pay for the food they need, or fill their prescription for the insulin a doctor said they should take. Well, now we've capped the cost of insulin for our seniors at $35 a month. Wow. That's important. And to talk with the people about, as he did, the right that people have to expect certain things from, from their government. And then they stood in those lines in 2020 and said, This is what I want.、Mm-hmm. And they voted in places like Georgia and some other places that have been making it more difficult for people to vote. But they stood in line, they voted, and they got that. And he delivered not only on the promise, but he delivered on the importance of meeting the people's demands. You know, we're going to get into some more of this because there w a s several points when I was listening to the State of the Union address that I really I want to ask somebody point blank about some specific things. We'll be back, everybody. We're just here with our special guest this morning,、uh, the Vice President of the United States, Vice President Kamala Harris. We'll be right back. More Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody.、Uh, we're back, and our special guest this morning is,、uh, is our Vice President. 
of the United States, our 49th Vice President, uh, the one and only uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. And we're talking about the State of the Union Address. I was complimenting her uh, about President Biden's whole persona that he had the night uh, uh, on that evening. I was asking her take on it. He pointed out something in the thing. He said that you were very important in some of his causes with small business. Tell yes. us a little bit about yes. that. Yes. As you know, Steve, I was born in Oakland, California. I was raised, my sister and I, by our mother who worked long days and weekends. And then two two doors down, our second mother was Miss Shelton, who was part of that whole exodus of black folks from the South who went to California. So she was from Louisiana. Her husband was from Arkansas. And Miss Shelton was a small business owner. She owned the nursery school where we lived on top of, we lived on top of the nursery school in the apartment. That's where we grew up. And she was the second mother to us. When my mother worked late, we walked, walked two doors down and, and, and grew up there as much as we did at home. And Miss Shelton was, not only was she a business owner and a leader in that way, she was a civic leader. She was a community leader. She would hire from the community. She would mentor and train. She would console the local mothers. And when I think about who our small business owners are, and I've been traveling the country meeting with them for years, that's who they are. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who who will, man or woman, will be the ones who sponsor the local softball league, mm. who will mentor the young people in the community, who are part of the civic and the cultural fabric, not to mention the economic fabric of the community. And as it turns out, half of America's workforce works for a small business or owns a small business. So you're also talking about a lot of people. So the work that I've been doing, I did it when I was in the Senate and now as vice president, has been to increase access to capital for small business owners. Because we have so many people in the community who have a good idea, but they don't necessarily have access to the capital to start or grow a small business. I can't tell you the number of small business owners who told me when they first went to a big bank with their idea, they were they heard a word they'd never heard before. They were told they were unbankable. Mm. But then they went to the community bank, mm. led by community leaders who know the community, who know what the community wants and needs. And so that is the work I've been doing, which is bringing money, billions of dollars, through our administration to the community banks. I've been encouraging the private sector, so Google and some of the big banks, to also put capital investment into the community banks, who then give that money into the community to our small businesses and also help them with financial literacy. Hey everybody, just sit tight. We'll be right back. We're talking with the Vice President of the United States, Vice President Kamala Harris, and we'll be right back with more on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody. Uh, we're back, and our special guest this morning is the 49th Vice President of the United States, First female vice president of the United States. It's the one and only vice president, Kamala Harris. So here's the thing, Steve. We have made a commitment, President Biden and our administration, we're going to increase by 50% the number of federal contracts that go to minority-owned businesses. So you see the math on that then. Let's put more resources into the community banks, create more access to capital for people in the community, also knowing that we're going to be putting more money into manufacturing, construction, the kinds of businesses that will get the job done of building back up our infrastructure. So let's create that ecosystem where everyone has equal opportunity, right, to, to thrive right. economically. Exactly. 
Yeah. I think that's excellent. You know, I'm, I'm going to ask you two more questions. Okay. The last question is a personal question. Okay. But this question right here is about a part of last night. You know, this country, after the last administration, to mm-hmm. me, became more divided than ever before. Because mm-hmm. I, ju- I just saw something yeah. in this country I've never seen. I'm 66 years old. I've seen it. I've seen it. And so, and I've always been a voter. So I've, I've, I've watched it go down. America has always been known as one of the powers of, in, 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 even in the soft industries like sports and, 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 um, uh, uh, movies and TV and, and, and all of this brands, education. But it's kind of taken a hit lately with the, uh, with the gun violence, with the racial violence, with the January 6th incident. What does it look hopeful from you guys side up there? Did, Administration. How do we work with the other side? I just hate it when I see one side standing up clapping, then the other side sitting there on their hands. Yeah. But then for a whole group of people, it makes no damn sense at all. Yeah. I'm stunned about that. How are you all trying to get through this? Because I know President Biden has talked about it a lot, mm-hmm. reaching across the aisle, but man. No, I mean, look, there is no denying. We look at what happened January 6th, right before we were inaugurated. Yeah. The election that happened, we were inaugurated January 20th, January 6th. They stormed the Capitol. People stormed the Capitol. And so-called leaders who are in a position to say that this is an attack on our democracy and our democratic institutions remained silent. But at you, first, but, mm-hmm. but I don't want to cut you off. At first, they were appalled. Oh, they were. Oh, McConnell and Mitch, them boys was in there having a fit about this. Oh, that this is it. I can't take it no more. They're gonna have to go down. Now all of a sudden, hey, oh, they were just protesting. I, I don't understand. Let's talk about what we do understand and what we do know. We do know that this is not the first time in the history of our country where we have seen people who resist and fight against the ideals of our country, right? We are a nation that was founded on principles that are about freedom, about liberty, about equality, and about justice. But we've not always had that. We are still very much a a, a work in progress as a nation. And sometimes we take steps forward, and then there are times we take a step back. January 6th was a step back. People who deny a fair and free election, well, that's backward. Right. But the nation has not gone backward as a whole. And I point to just most recently what happened in the midterms. Mm. Where here in Georgia, Reverend Raphael Warnock was elected a United States senator from the state of Georgia. Together with John Ossoff, a black man and a Jewish man Mm. from the state of Georgia. Mm. You look at what we did in terms of electing there were i think 11 candidates for secretary of state around the country those are the people by the way that run elections mm-hmm. and 11 of them were denying election deniers denying the the court proven the right because it was challenging court mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. election of who would be president and vice president of the united states people were not down for the crazy right <laughs> right right and that's where we have to look at who we are as a nation We will not be immune from those who will attempt to weaken us from inside. I think the most important thing is that that the majority of us stand up and fight for who we are as a nation. Here's how I think about democracy. On the one hand, democracies are strong, meaning that when they are intact, it protects and uplifts people's rights. Civil rights, human rights, justice and equality. That's the strength. We'll be right back. We're talking 
with the Vice President of the United States, Vice President Kamala Harris, and we'll be right back with more on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, uh, we're back, and our special guest this morning is uh, Vice President, uh, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. You're the Vice President. I hear all the news stories and everything. What would you want America to know about you that they may not know or they may not be able to see through Hmm. with all of the clutter and all of the politics? If you could explain yourself to them, your feelings, what what would you say to them for the people who don't who don't who don't really know you? You know, I um, I really do believe and and I'm of deep faith in the goodness of people and in their capacity, God given capacity, that when given the opportunity, they will jump so high and not only survive but thrive. That's what motivates my work. And that's what motivates me. I have been the beneficiary of that. I stand on so many broad shoulders of people who believed in me. This little girl was born at Kaiser Hospital in Oakland, California, (laughs) (laughs) and who believed in me and convinced me that I could be and am somebody. (laughs) And what drives me is I know human potential, that when we have a society that invests in their children and their people, <laughs> that kind of understanding and belief, we will, we will do really well. We will thrive. We will survive, not just survive, we will thrive. And that's what motivates me. <laughs> that's truly what motivates me. So, you know, there's all the stuff that could happen on a daily basis. Um, but you know, I eat no for breakfast. <laughs> 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 I don't hear no. I don't hear no. If no, I if I heard no, I would have never gotten out of bed this morning or any day. <laughs> I don't hear that. Wow. That's amazing, man. You know, one of the things when the president was uh talking and they stood up Tyree's uh yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. parents. Well. You know, and, and everybody clapped for them. Mm-hmm. You know, look, I I've said it on this show. I know my brothers have said it on their shows. Policemen are good people. Mm -hmm. The average person comes to work and they are good people. Men and women who signed up to do the job the the way it's supposed to be done. That's right. And I really believe that. But there's some bad apples in every bushel. And we got some. And we got to start doing something so we can make communities feel better about them. Me personally, I believe that the only way to do this is you have mandatory sentencing. If I kill a person, Steve Harvey, who didn't have a gun, who was running or sitting in his car, if I kill this person, there's nothing I can say in court that gets me free. What is it about the other side that will not allow them to see that on behalf of all of the victims? Well, let me tell you, I attended Tyree Nichols' funeral. I heard your remarks. And to your point about the fairness of it all and the unfairness of it all. Part of the point that motivates me on this problem is what I said there. Um, if you want to talk about public safety, did not Tyree Nichols have the right to be safe mm. as he drove a car mm. or walked down the street 
mm-hmm. or for so many of our young men and women, whether they're in their apartment mm-hmm. playing a video game mm-hmm. or just walking home from school carrying a backpack, have they not the right to be free of someone approaching them and with a gun raised telling them to drop to their knees and put their hand behind their back if they've done nothing wrong? Mm-hmm. And so we should start all people, all thinking people, all good people should start with certain principles. And one of them should be that all people have the right to be safe, including from the people who were sworn to protect them. Mm. Absolutely. And, you know, there's work to be done. Our, we have, we have through executive order, um, the president has signed through executive order what we have the capacity to do around federal law enforcement. So on the issue of chokeholds, for example, mm. um, no knock warrants, for example. Right. But the reality is that so much of law enforcement is, is under the state rules and local rule. And, you know, I was an original author of the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act when I was in the Senate. Mm. I feel very strongly that, to your point, there needs to be accountability for everybody. You know, I, as you know, in my career as a prosecutor, we would talk about accountability all the time. Mm. But it's interesting because in the criminal justice system, usually when people talk about accountability, um, it is, it is about the accountability an individual has, um, which is absolutely right. But what about the accountability the system should have to the community? Right. And what about then holding the system accountable when it it allows injustice to occur? And that's your point. And I it, it, and I think all good people, again to your point, right. should agree. Everybody should be held accountable, including the system and those who act within the system, right. with the authority mm. given to them by us, meaning mm. all the people. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, Madam President, Vice I'll President. Be- my, oh. Well, <laughs> did I slip up and say, yeah. Madam President? Hey, but she called me uh-huh. right, as, as Vice President. <laughs> My bad. Probably just a hope, you know. Yes. But it is Madam Vice President. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for taking out the time to stop by and visit us here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, we're huge fans of yours. We always have been. We push people to the polls on this show. Yes. We are directly responsible for. Ossoff and Warnock's yes. victory. Yes. We, and, and we got him again over Herschel. We wasn't going to let that happen. You, you stay out this conversation. But we wasn't about to let Herschel Walker happen. We'll let a lot of stuff happen. What you're not finna do is put him... What you See, you, you don't play politics with us down here. That's right. And I, I, I did a study. There was a study of in the re-election, the runoff election, mm-hmm. the percentage of people that went back to the polls. Native Americans was the same amount. Asians were the same amount. Latinos had a slight 0.2% drop off. Whites dropped off going back to the polls almost a whole percentage point to a point and a half. Mm. Blacks went from the polls from 27% to 31% of the mm. vote because we went to the polls because yeah. we, we, we not having that. Not Herschel. <laughs> now you do a lot of stuff to us. You're not finna do. We get it. All these. Ignorant stories he telling on stuff like this here. Okay. She's not talking. This is me talking. I know. Steve Harvey. The president is you. sitting there being very polished and, and professional, but let me have it. Okay. We're so glad to get okay. Herschel out of here. Okay. Steve. Just, I mean, you okay. know, just can't put, 
put no ignorant person in front of him. He was ignorant, though. You didn't think he was ignorant? Surely, I'm asking you, my co-host. You didn't think Herschel was a little bit ignorant? I'm glad that we have Senator Raphael Warnock in office right now. Thank you very much. I'm glad we do. Because if we didn't, we'd have his ignorant ass up here right now. The two bulls were standing at this fence, jumping across the walkway, and one of the bulls fell, and the car hit him, and I don't know what happened to him. Oh, look at the time the pre- vice president has to um, <laughs> go. Madam Vice Steve. President, you are a, a complete joy and honor. It's a pleasure to have known you, to know you. It's a pleasure to watch you serve as the 49th mm-hmm. vice president. It's an honor. You mean a lot to so many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this vice presidency is is huge, huge for so many people. And the fact that you realize that and recognize that is special, too. So thank you so much. Thank you, Steve Harvey. Thank Absolutely. you, Shannon. Thank you, Bob. You exude warmth, elegance, mm-hmm. grace, power. For black women everywhere and for women everywhere, we love you. And I thank know you. you know that. And thank you for that being a such a wonderful thank representation. Thank you. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Vice President Kamala Harris. We did it, Steve. We did it, Shirley. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.